Welcome to Timothy Eden Memorial Church, a place for life. Connect, participate, celebrate. We thank God for this opportunity to be here and to share the word of God with you. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you that you speak to us every day to encourage us and to dilate us. Today, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be holy and acceptable unto you, our God and our Redeemer. Amen. A couple of weeks ago, we heard of a storm in a form of tornado hitting Southern Ontario, damaging a residential community in Barrie, Ontario. Today, listening on the news, I heard of a storm heading towards Japan, where they are having the Summer Olympics game. And people are a little bit concerned. Storm. It's one of the things that challenges people, communities, and other creatures. Storms could be violent, scary, and or disastrous. It is one of the forces in the world that challenges people in all circles of life. In Matthew's gospel that was read for us, Thank you, Reverend Lauren Diaz, for reading it for us. We read, after Jesus miraculously fed over 5,000 people, he told his disciples to cross over the, on the sea to the other side whilst he dismisses the people. After Jesus finished dismissing the crowd, he went to a solitude place to pray and to wait on God. However, the disciples were in a boat in the middle of the sea and encountering storm. Matthew reports that now when evening came, he was alone there, but the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the wind. For the wind was contrary. The storm was opposing them. That very moment, that very night, Jesus came to them on the sea, walking on the water. The disciples, when they saw him coming, mistaken him to be a ghost. They thought, he was a ghost coming to them. They were terrified. They were troubled. They cried out in fear. Immediately, Jesus spoke to them and said to them, Take heart, as I do not be afraid. Take heart, it is I do not be afraid. Peter. Oh, Peter, responding to what Jesus said, said, Lord, 
if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. There is this popular saying that, be careful what you wish for. I wonder if Peter was actually thinking when he was putting that request before Jesus. But Matthew says, ask and shall be given to you. So Peter asked and Jesus granted. Jesus gave the invitation for Peter to come to him on the sea. He started walking on the water. Soon, he lost focus and became cautious of the humanly impossible circumstances that he was in. It was there that he recognized that he could not walk on water. It was impossible. He gave in to fear and began to sink. I love how Matthew reports that part of the situation and the story. But when he saw the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. Listen, my dear one. Fear is the greatest enemy of faith. Faith recognizes the limitation of human ability, but looks trustingly to the great power of God. Shouldn't the disciples have known that the one who fed 5,000 and more with only five loaves and two fishes could come to them in the middle of a storm walking on the water. Except in the stormy times, we tend to overreact and experience fear, panic, and even anger. Some storms could be frustrating to people devastating the properties, and even destroys lives. Listen to me. Anything in life that threatens to put one's life in jeopardy could be considered as a storm. Anything in life that can take away one's peace of mind and forces one to scream and cry in anguish it's a storm. Storm comes in different sizes and shapes. Storm comes in different colors and temperaments. In my own life, when I was in seminary at Emmanuel College, I was hit with a storm. Call it a crisis. A first time and a second time. I almost doubted the love of God. For me, I remember after I was diagnosed cancer a second time, I woke home in despair, sitting in my room, praying and asking questions upon questions. Those questions were not based on faith. They were based on my fears. It seemed God had abandoned me. It seemed all hopes were gone. It seems I couldn't make it 
passed that day. That was my stormy moment. Different people have different kinds of storms in their lives. For me, it was a health issue. For some, it's mental health challenges. For some, it's unemployment. For some, it's a loved one in a long-term care where things are getting bad. For others, it's a friend or a loved one stuck in a country where this pandemic is raging high and we cannot get them. All these are storms of life. For others, it's a loved one who is sick and all dying. For some people, the business is failing under the heat of this pandemic. The marriage is failing and is going down the drain. And many more challenges in life becomes our storms that we face. When storm or crisis come, we sometimes panic and overreact. Doubts about God's love for us or our loved ones begin to surface in our minds. It brings fear. It brings trouble. John Kevin, one of the leaders in the Reformation period, is quoted of saying, human mind is a factory of fear. And it keeps cracking things for us to be afraid of. But the truth is, panic reaction in the stormy times can separate us from loved ones and people who might be able to help us. Panic reactions in the stormy times can cause us to doubt God's love for us. The Reverend Krela King from Upper Room Disciplines says, the disciples of Jesus on the sea demonstrated their weaknesses in faith when they were hit with crisis. However, the weaknesses exhibited by Jesus' disciples encouraged later believers, and it encourages us to know that even in difficult times, even when our hope and our faith that God's saving presence is with us, is going down, we can still persist knowing that Jesus is with us. In the midst of the calamities and danger, Peter cried out to the Lord Jesus, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately, Jesus reached out and hold him and pull him out of the storm. When they got to the boat, the storm calmed down and everything was quiet. Jesus questions 
Peter, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? This question makes it clear that fear hinders faith. Though dangers are real, when Jesus is with us, we could have perfect peace and tranquility in the midst of a storm. Friends, as I told you briefly about my cancer struggle and my cancer journey, whilst I was about to throw in the towel, whilst I was about to give up. That very day, that very night, when I went to sleep, I had a dream. And in my dream, I could hear a choir singing one of our lovely songs written by John Bell, Don't Be Afraid. And the song continued repeatedly going on saying, Don't be afraid. My love is stronger than your fears. It was as if I was listening to this massive choir all night long. As I woke up the next day, deep inside of me, I could sense God saying to me, don't be afraid. My love for you is stronger and greater than all the fears that you are entertaining. That morning, I knelt down and I prayed to God. And I asked God to forgive me of entertaining fear and to forgive me of my unbelief. It became the reassuring presence of God with me, even in that difficult moment of life even in my cancer crisis. My body was wasting away through the radiations and the chemo, yes. Yet I believe that Christ was with me, regardless of what happened as the outcome of my cancer. Christ was with me. As the famous hymn writer and musician Priscilla Jane Owens, in 1882, asked the big question of faith in the stormy times in her hymn, Will Your Anchor Hold? It says, Will your anchor hold in the storms of life? When the crowds unfold your wings of stripes, when the strong tides lift and the cable strains, will your anchor Drift of fame remains. Priscilla then answers the question beautifully based on her own faith journey with Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone and the rock of her salvation. Beloved, will your anchor hold in the storms of life? Will your anchor hold in the crisis, the calamities, and the challenges that life brings to you? Will your anchor hold? Priscilla says, yes. Yes, we have an anchor that keeps the soul. Steph us and sure 
whilst the billows roll. It is fastened to the rock, who is Jesus Christ, which cannot move. It's grounded, firm, deep in the Savior's love. People of God, will your anchor hold in the storms that you are encountering? Will your anchor hold within this pandemic when all light seems to be lost? Anything fun is disappearing. Will your anchor hold? As Christians, we cannot get together in big numbers in our sanctuary. As we cannot go to the sports arenas and celebrate our loved ones. As we cannot get together with friends. As we have to take the vaccine to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Will your anchor hold in these storms of life? The Savior has promised to be with us regardless of all that we go through. So God says through the prophet Isaiah, in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1 and 2, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned, and the flame will not set you abreast. People of God, Jesus Christ loves us and cares about us. God's love for us, for all of us, for this world, is greater than our fears. It's greater than all that seems to be threatening life, even in the midst of this pandemic, regardless of all the storms and the raging waves that are heading your direction. Jesus is with you to still the storm. Jesus will never leave us nor forsake us. Through the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, God has promised to walk with us, to sit with us, to be with us to the end of the ages. Know that you are the beloved of God. I like it. In our creed, a new creed of the United Church of Canada, the few lines that ends the creed says it all, saying, regardless of all that you are going through, in life, in death, in life beyond death, God is with us. We are never alone. You are never alone in the storms that you are going through. For Jesus will never leave you. And Jesus will never forsake you. Thanks be to God.